sometimes there's just so much going on that you just want to put on the brakes and just go, I'm out. Just, just, you just want to throw your hands in the air and say, I'm done. Don't do that. There is another option. Instead of just stopping, what about just slowing down? Because after all, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. That's what we're going to talk about today on the Jason Wright Show in our endeavor to improve always and always. Thanks for being here. I want to be in your pocket. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play and download the Vitruvian Lab app. This is the only app you need to improve always in all ways. Check out the Vitruvian Library, full of scientific research on health, wellness, and other great stuff. Check out my library of courses, including Massively Transformative Habits. Take the free mindset assessment. Also, Shortly, I will include weekly guided training videos geared towards fitness to help you extend health span. I will be constantly updating the app with new features and courses geared towards helping you develop the absolute best version of yourself. Don't wait. Go right now. No, seriously, go and download the Vitruvian Lab app and start improving always in all ways. Now, enjoy this amazing episode of The Jason Wright Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Jason Wright Show, where the mission is always to improve, always in all ways. So this morning, I was having a little bit of uh, self-reflection. And in fact, I was trying to decide exactly what I was going to come on here and talk about this morning. It happens to be a Monday morning, and uh, I'm feeling a little bit, I hate this word. I'm going to tell you right now, I despise this word, overwhelmed, because I'm not overwhelmed. I, I don't allow myself to become overwhelmed. Instead, I'm just a little bit, um, there's just a lot of things coming at me at one time. And I'll be honest with you. It's like I'm at a a buffet and I'm really hungry. I'm really hungry. But whatever I eat, I want it to be satisfying both nutritionally I want it to be, I want it to satiate me. I want it to, you know, fill me. I want it to taste really good. And I've got all these amazing things. And I don't want to waste this moment. I want to make sure that whatever decision I make is the absolute best one. It's like, I want to take, of all the options, I want to choose the best one, right? Between door A and door B and not knowing which is best, A or B. I just want to make sure that I choose the one that will yield the best results. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, how do I keep moving forward with a little bit of haste? Because I have I have this problem where I put arbitrary timelines on myself. I've done this forever my entire life. It's not until my mid-40s, of course, I'm in my late 40s now, but around my mid-40s, around 43, 44, 45, I started just stopping and, and realizing just the trajectory of life. I'm, I'm telling you, it's funny. When I was 30 and I'd find myself in a room with people older than me and I would tell them that I was 30 and they'd be, oh my God, you're just a baby. You're so young. I'd be like, are you kidding me? I'm 30 years old. Why do you think that's so young? That is not so young. I have chewed up a third of my life, best case scenario. It's not young. But then whenever you hit 
45. When you hit 40, but especially 45, and now I'm 48, 30's young. 30's really young. And and you just look at things differently. So and, and when and you have to finally just kind of throw your hands in the air and realize that time and age is this continuum that until you're dead is not going to stop. So trying to create arbitrary timelines and deadlines and worrying about I have to do this before I'm 50. I have to do this before I'm 60. It's just kind of BS. It's kind of stupid. So here's the, the approach that I've started taking. I have all these things that I want to achieve and I want to accomplish. But instead of thinking I've got to get this done before I'm 70, instead what I'm doing is I'm maintaining the absolute best cognitive and physical health I can so that I can stretch out my timeline to do these things. This is one of the things I'm always talking about, which is health span versus lifespan, right? It's the whole Peter Atia uh, mindset of figuring out how you can shorten those marginal years. <clears throat> if we have these marginal years that are going to be where we're below the 50% threshold of absolutely doing the things we love to do, be it playing with our grandkids, uh, you know, spending time with our spouse, going on long walks, doing a pull-up, picking our kids up off the ground. If we're gonna, We want to shorten the time as much as possible where we just can't do those things that we really want to do. We want to live as long as we possibly can doing the things we want to do. So what, what I do now is I don't look at arbitrary timelines based on age, but instead I just think to myself, okay, how can I today lengthen the runway of health and lifespan? So, so I think that that has been an approach. That's just kind of a little Easter egg in this whole uh, discussion this morning of how I've tried to stretch out the, the time-space continuum as it relates to the things I want to achieve in life. But right now, I'm sitting there, and, I, and what I, I did this morning, like I always do, I write out hour by hour the things that I'm going to do. Like right now in this time slot, I have, you know, do the podcast. And I'm trying to figure out what I can do to get the most of this day and this time in my life where I think I'm kind of at my peak, both um, I know more today than I've ever known in my life, and hopefully tomorrow that uh, that'll be the same case. I'll know more tomorrow than I've ever known in my entire life. I feel really physically fit and I've got incredible opportunities. Opportunities are coming my way uh, for things that are really of in great interest to me. I've got some really cool opportunities, but it's like, okay, what do I dive into? And I thought that what I wanted to do, this this is one of these, these episodes where I'm talking to you, <laughs> but I'm really giving myself advice. And so a quote by Mark Devine came mind. If you don't know who Mark Devine is, Mark Devine is the founder of SilFit, and he's a former Navy SEAL commander. Brilliant guy. And I talk about him a lot on the show. I've written a lot about Mark Devine. I think his book, it's called The Unbeatable Mind. Fantastic read. Easy read. Uh, his principles are straightforward. But one of the things that the Navy SEALs abide by is this. Slow is smooth, and smooth is fast. And so I thought about that. Like, okay, I'm pressed to get all these things done. And let me tell you something too. Going back to what I was telling you about, whenever you write out your day hour by hour, you realize just how short a day is. I mean, my days seem really short. They get chewed up really quickly. And sometimes Jimlin, she, she sees this. She sees me get really antsy about my time, protecting my time. I really have become a guardian of my time. And the reason why is because when you write it out and you think, okay, I've got all these things I want to do and I'm blocking off an hour, 30 minutes, 15 minutes for this, this activity. You know, a lot of times I'll do things in 15 minute increments, as I've discussed on the podcast before, as a, as a way to kind of manage uh, your effectiveness at a different, at a, at a 
task at any time, then you realize it's so quick. And so I'm sitting there and I go, okay, finally, I've just got, I'm like, I've got all these things I want to do. And I can either just start pressing, just hardcore, go, just go to the wall, trying to crush as many things as possible. And then I thought about what Mark Devine said. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And so my message today is this, if you're in this, if you find yourself in this position where you just don't know where to go, you don't know where to start and you, and you've got all these things you want to do. Here's my message. Slow down, but don't stop. Slow down. Don't stop. I think a lot of times we get overwhelmed using that stupid word again that I just can't stand. I don't know why I can't stand. I think it's because a certain individual in my life one time used to always bitch about being overwhelmed and we just be like shut up you have you, what do you have to be overwhelmed about <laughs> and so i'm just probably judgy about that word so if you're overwhelmed i'm not judging you i just don't like the word if you're overwhelmed then sit down and write it out and figure out how to get under over or over your overwhelmedness um well that's i butchered that but anyway so i thought you know Right now is a time where I need to slow down, but I can't stop. See, a lot of times when we find ourselves in this overwhelmed phase, then what we do is we just retreat from the task, right? Our, our brain is, is it's designed to protect us and it's fight or flight. And so when we have all these tasks, that's what procrastination is. We see all these things piled up. And what we do is our brain says, this is just too much. You're not, this is going to hurt. This is going to exhaust you mentally physically, emotionally. So we just put it off and put it off and put it off. And eventually we just don't even do it. But there is an option B. It's to break it down into bite-sized chunks and to move slowly. And so what I've decided to tell myself today to get through this muck, to kind of to kind of get myself through this quicksand of all these different things and all these different opportunities, all these different projects I'm trying to complete. And some of them I'm just trying to get off the ground and try to get done is... I'm going to go slow because slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And, in, and this is what this will cause me, I'm hoping to do. And you, if you find yourself in this situation, is there's this compounding effect, right? If I can just go slow and do this one, do one task that serves as a small building block for the overall vision of one of these many, many projects I'm trying to achieve, well, then the compounding effect of that is that if I just remain consistent and go slow and don't stop, then eventually it will come to fruition. So I guess that's my message today is remember that slow is smooth and smooth is fast, but also it's okay to go slow. Just don't stop. And I really thought a lot about this on the uh, trip that Jim and I just returned from. It was the first time ever. I got to tell you, it was really weird for me. And I don't know what this means. I don't know if it's maturity. I don't know if it's laziness. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. I'm not saying, I have nothing profound to give you other than this is just an observation I'm going to share with you about myself that I discovered being gone for 15 days overseas in Europe with Jimlin and, and Abby was, I didn't really think much about this podcast. I'll be honest with you. I did not think about the next book I want to write. I, um, I didn't think about much of any of this Vitruvian Project, the Vitruvian Lab, my app that has just nearly broken my brain over the last year. Uh, I didn't think about any of it. I, I, I resolved myself to realize that thinking about it all the time, being consumed with it, 
really isn't going to get anything done. Now, there were times I would, and I, and I took all my materials. I took my laptop. I expected to do some podcasts, you know, record them from overseas. There's kind of little check-ins about where we were, the cool things we were seeing, have Abby on. I took my journal, didn't do any of it. Didn't do any of it. And that was weird. And so I find myself right now thinking, we're going to put this to the test, that if I can just not obsess, but instead just continue in progress that that might be the formula for getting these things done and realizing that there is no timeline on these things. If I can focus on a long runway and a compounding effect of these things that I will do today, that ultimately it will lead to success in the future. And also what this forces me to do is this. I think whenever we think we've got to get a task done, and look, there are reasons for deadlines. Deadlines can be incredibly big effective motivators for just getting things done there I, I i'm in full agreement in some circumstances if you've got the task defined if, if there if there is a drop dead date hey i get it but some of the things that are nebulous like you just you want to improve your weight or you want to write that book or you you want to create a podcast with you know fifty thousand downloads a day or whatever the case may be you want to write a a, a a amazon bestseller whatever the case may be Slow down, but don't stop. And that's the thing that whatever you're doing in your life right now, I highly encourage you to slow down, but don't stop. Let's say that you finally, this year, you are six months into doing physical training and you've never done it before. And you're on some program that somebody put you on that you found online or you're working with a trainer and you're, you're about to hit that wall where you know that you're just hitting a burnout phase, where you just don't want to keep going, which I think is where I kind of am on a, on a few things that I've been doing. I'm just kind of in a burnout phase. And here's what I would encourage you to do. There is the, you're going to be tempted to just go, I'm out. I'm going to start eating like crap. I'm just not going to work out for a week. I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to let myself rest. And you will find all sorts of justifications to not do the thing that you know is good for you that you put all this time and effort into, you will find all sorts of justifications to not do that thing. Let me offer you an alternative. Slow down. Don't stop. It's okay. I had an incident uh, here recently, and, and here's what this slow down, don't stop, or just never let yourself not do the thing you know you should do. So I had to travel last week and early in the week, right after we got back from, from Europe, I had to go out of town again. And, and so, I mean, I didn't pack till like the morning before, which is unlike me. I actually love to pack, which by the way, I, I, I watched probably every packing video imaginable before our trip overseas. And, uh, because I wanted to nail it. I, I am obsessed about luggage and packing. I want to be the perfect packer. And so I always, I've, I've got just this whole right over here in my office, I've got this, uh, walk-in closet of, nothing but just bags all different sorts of bags some people collect ex crazy exercise equipment i am the bag guy i've got all sorts of suitcases rolling non-rolling garment bags you name it i've got them all and so i want the perfect piece of luggage and i want it packed perfectly and jim Lynn and i had decided since we were going to europe and we we're going to be taking trains multiple flights but water taxis we had to travel nimbly 
nimbly. Is that right? Nim, nimbly. I think I got that right. I don't know why I use. I don't think I've ever used the word nimbly, but nevertheless, I like it. We want to travel a lot, and so we were going to do carry on for fifteen days. And Abby and Jimlin, who didn't watch a video, they were kind of you know busting my chops about watching all these stupid videos on how to pack. They end up packing better than me. They totally did. I mean, because they used like one uh, away rolling carry on a uh, hard, hard case. And then like Jimlin has this big travel, like, sa- like, like open bag that these ladies carry. And then Abby had her uh, fall Raven backpack that she's, that we bought her whenever she first went off to school. That's all they carried. I, on the other hand, had the exact same size away hard case roll away that they did. Plus this giant backpack that you can literally, that's, that is a second suitcase. I mean, it is a second suitcase stuffed both of them stuffed full and i had so much i just did a horrible job packing i mean i had way way more than i needed i don't even know why i got into that but the the, the main thing that i wanted to discuss was that instead of completely giving up on the thing that you know you need to be doing and that you started. I mean, look, you've overcome the hard part. And that's the thing. That's why I can't stop this podcast now. I mean, the, the downloads are increasing. The reach is getting further. And sometimes that feels like just an exercise in futility and vanity, right? It does. But I can't stop now. I can slow down, but I'm not going to stop. I don't want to stop my writing. I, you know, I, I, the, the Stone Chisellers out there, that was my last book. And writing a book is hard. It's just hard. Um for a lot of reasons, just the discipline of getting it done and, and thinking that every sentence sucks and you just can't find the right uh, thing you want to write about or, or a way that you can't, it's just, it's never good enough in your own mind. And then you do it and it's like, okay, now, and like Ryan Holiday says, the first thing he does when he stop when he gets one project finished is to start another, you know, and you may slow down, but you don't stop. It's it, our minds and our bodies, all of it is really a use it or lose it proposition. So my encouragement to you is this. If you find yourself kind of where I am right now, where it would be real easy to just kind of stop, just stop. Don't do that. Slow down, but don't stop. So, oh, I forgot. So I had to pack. and I did a per- terrible packing job for this most recent trip that I was about to take. Completely forgot. I went on that tangent about my bad packing for Europe. Well, I get there, I get to Austin, Texas, and I realize I haven't packed my workout clothes. Uh Uh-oh. And let me tell you something. There's nothing that flusters me more than not being able to exercise or work out. So therefore, I had to call an audible. And that meant I couldn't go to the hotel gym, but you know what? And I couldn't, so therefore, I couldn't do my ladder workout, my Ben Greenfield ladder workout uh, you should check out the Ladder app, by the way. I received nothing from Ladder. I can't even get the founder on my podcast. I tried to get him on here to let him know how much I loved his app or whatever. It just completely blew me off, ignored me, wouldn't even respond to my my uh, DM through the Ladder app, even though I have worked out over 300 times on his app. And, uh, you know, no, no bitterness, but yeah, you know, I guess whatever. Hope uh, It's a great product, whether, uh, whether he'll come on the podcast and talk to me or not. <laughs> anyway, not bitter at all. Um but I couldn't do my normal workout, so I just had to decide. Well, I could just stop, just not do it at all. Or I could just exercise with what I had. 
in my underwear, in my hotel room. And guess what? Your body is an amazing gym. You can do all sorts of things. It, you know, Jocko Willing has said, if you don't think you can get your heart rate up in two minutes, give me two minutes worth of burpees and then tell me you can't. And so I just created, I have my little uh, WOD app, which uh, I probably should put this in the show notes. One of my favorite apps in the whole world is this WOD app. It's just, it doesn't show many ads. And it's a great thing for AMRAP, for Tabata workouts, uh, EMOMs. It's just fantastic. And so I just created a, uh, a 15 minute, I think, uh, hit or Tabata workout and I got it done. So therefore that day I had to slow down. I couldn't keep my, keep pushing forward, but I didn't stop. I didn't use that as an excuse to stop. And I know that doesn't really relate to what I'm talking about as far as the whole overwhelming thing, but there's also going to be times when you have to prepare for when things just won't allow you to keep going forward. So even then, that doesn't mean stop. Find another way to do the thing that you want to do. Do not let outside forces stop you from eating right. What about if you go to the party and you have not had a drink of alcohol in 30 days? And you and as a result, it's been kind of easy because you haven't been to any parties. You haven't been to any really social engagements where there was an open bar, not just a bar. It was an open bar. I mean, and they have your favorite scotch. For me, that was Lagavulin back in the day when I drank. I go to an open bar with Lagavulin. It's available and it's free. So what do you do? Well, you don't stop. You slow down. Let's say that you're just at the, you haven't got to where I'm at. Look, I'm five years in, so I'm probably not going to break that streak. But let's say that you are someone who is, trying to get to a point where you just drink less. Okay, then make yourself a deal. Make it a game to slow down, but don't stop your mission. So just make, don't, don't, it's just the thing. Don't, don't push the go button. It's the same thing. It's don't, it's like, don't stop, slow down. Well, don't just push go with no guidelines. Instead, determine for yourself, all right, I haven't had a drink in 30 days, so I'm either going to, one, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. Or two, I'm going to go slow. I'm going to make a deal with myself. One drink and out. That's it. I'm going to go slow. I'm just not going to push and go all out. And the reason why I bring that up, probably a terrible analogy, because obviously what I would really advise you to do is figure out a way to not drink at all. That's what I would advise you to do. But the point is this. Don't make everything a binary decision, all or nothing. It's not get it all done all the time. Sometimes it's okay to just get one thing done. Slow down. Don't stop. That's the point. And if you will just continue, you know, one of the things that um, I've said on this program a lot before that uh, it's uh, uh, Charlie Munger. One of the things he says about investing is this. If you lose money, recover quickly. Recover quickly. So whatever you do, if you if you do slow down for a moment, just get back to your normal pace that you have set for yourself to get things done. Get back on pace quickly. Recover quickly. Let's say that you are just crushing your meal plan. I mean, you are just nailing it. You've decided on a 16-day intermittent fasting uh, or a rather a time-restricted feeding window and for some reason, it's Sunday, you go home for Father's Day that's coming up this Sunday, you go home for Father's Day, and the wheels just fall off. I mean, there's barbecue there. Bar I mean, it's just, and you just get, the wheels fall off. Okay, what do you do? The next day, 
you get back on the horse. You recover quickly. You slow down for one day, and it's okay. It's not, but what you don't do is go, well, to hell with it. Have barbecue, crushed, you know, crushed 9,000 calories in one day. That's it. No, I'm out. No, you just recover quickly. And it's very important that you recover, recover as quickly as possible that next day. So therefore, it's just kind of like you hit a speed bump. You slow down, but you keep moving forward. Hope that makes sense. So, I mean, as uh, literally before I came on the show today, I was trying to think, what can I say that's meaningful? And I don't think I'm that unique. I think that uh, these issues that I'm dealing with, with regard to business opportunities and projects for content creation and where this show is going and a lot of different things, it's like, you know, what? I'm not going to stop. Can't stop. No brakes on this train. I got to slow down. And, you know, that's one of the things just to kind of uh, bring this plane to a landing. Rod Carew, one of the things that made him such a great hitter is he once said, you know, whenever I see the baseball right now, it looks like they're throwing basketballs at me. I'm a, he was able to just slow the ball down in his mind. Even if it was a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, he's able to slow it in his mind. And when you can slow things down, you can see them better. So a lot of times, this idea of slowing but not stopping and, and exercising that Navy SEAL principle of slow is smooth and smooth is fast allows you to see the big picture more clearly. And when we can see the ball more clearly, we're more likely to hit it in the sweet spot and place it where we want to. So in your life, be it in your relationships, your work, your sideline projects, all these hobbies that, that you know, these, these great things you want to do for self-improvement, to improve always and always, play the guitar, learn a foreign language, uh, get your BMI under 30, you know, whatever the case may be, get your body fat percentage below 15%. All these things you're trying to do to just improve and be a better human being. If you find yourself in a moment of overwhelmed, if you're, if you're overwhelmed for a moment, slow down, but don't stop. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Slow down. Don't stop. And sometimes just slowing down is the best prescription for success you can ever have because one final time, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. All right. I hope this was helpful to someone out there today. Thank you so much for listening to the Jason Wright Show. I hope this week and every week after you will never, you may slow down, but don't ever stop improving always and always. I'm Jason. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means more to me than you can possibly imagine. And if you enjoyed it, please consider going out to Apple and leaving us a five-star rating. That would mean the world to me. Also, follow me on Insta at Jason right now. And don't forget, download the Vitruvian Lab app. I mean it. I want to be your personal peak performance trainer. I want to help you improve always and always. Lastly, check out my newsletter, The Vitruvian Letter. You can subscribe at jasonrightnow.com. And until we meet again, please continue to endeavor to improve always and always. I'm out. Did you download the Vitruvian Lab app? Why not? This makes me like your personal peak performance coach. I go where you go. So go to the Apple App Store or Google Play and download it now. 
I get to go everywhere you go, and together we will improve always in all ways.